0: it's really weird say is Australian. Yeah. What the, what that well, that I know. Australian can be Time. anything are aware Yeah. But yeah, yeah uh, think anyway. that's, um, mm. we can
1: continue this.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Back to, like, do you Okay, do you want me to go this? Like,
1: here we go. Is, is that go Okay, everyone look, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool, yeah, so. Yeah.
2: So, alright guys, so today I'm joined by two incredible supporters mm-hmm. of the um, campaign, Michelle Stevenson and Michael Folsom. Ah, so, <laughs> welcome to come in guys. Um, so how's it been, like, obviously since you did the campaign, have you had some good responses from doing it? I have actually had a, a lot of positive responses. People have come to me and asked me what, what it is, Yep.
0: Um, which, it's funny, it was kind of unexpected because when you commit to supporting something like this it's, it's personal yeah. um, but of course once you're reaching the platform that is growing yeah. um, people are saying hey okay, well, can you tell me a little bit more about it and they get chatting um, yeah. at, at my work and, uh, and then the whole crux of it was to get people talking and I've found that people are actually asking and it is opening up those conversations
1: yeah, definitely. I think for me it was because it was about sharing kind of a personal story as well. Yeah. Right. With along with the picture. The picture itself was so beautiful and quite confronting, I think, for other people, even for myself, to kind of yeah. take a look at myself in that kind of moment of awareness. Yeah. Because you know, everything we put out, especially in what I do and probably what you do, is so filtered that to put something out that was kind of a little bit raw, kind of, you know, there was a there was a level of hesitation. Yeah. And then to like kind of put my words with it, which I took my time with and um, I felt were important. And I got some incredible feedback and it has has absolutely been a conversation starter. Yeah. And I think we need to go further
2: yeah. with it. And, I mean, um, I'll address you first, Michelle, mm-hmm. as a journalist um, yeah. for a long time reporting on a lot of stories that yeah. all seem to have the origin that um, it stems from mental health. Do you yeah. think these days there's enough being doing towards raising the awareness? Or? No, and, it, yep. and,
1: you know, it's one of these things that I'm incredibly passionate about, especially, like, you know, um, instances of domestic violence. Mm. A lot of that stuff comes from mental health issues. You know, we, we, see, um, we see parents who murder their children, their whole families. They, I mean, these are mental health issues, and a lot of times it comes out in court mm. that, you know, we tried to get them a place somewhere. They're, they were reaching out for help, and... I just think with the death rate as it is, of yeah. women and children dying at the hands of loved ones, even men, I think we, we absolutely were at crisis point. Yeah. Like something needs to be done. Um, you know, recently we, we did have that terror attack on Friday, but not just that. Then we had um, that man who did the rampage down Berg Street and killed six people. You cannot tell me that these are, don't have um, mental health implications. Yeah. And, um, it's not
0: enough to say someone's radicalized. Yeah, what what, what stirs in someone to exactly to push them? Over yes, the they're like
1: clearly they're feeling um, ostracized, or they're not getting the help. They're, you know, the signs were there. I know mm-hmm. with the incident, the recent incident in Melbourne, the wife said we were trying to get help. We were trying, you know. So, so I think something needs to be done from a government level. I think federally, we really need to more money into this I don't know what that is Um, the other thing is I think it's a grassroots issue I think we need to start it in schools I think we need to have these conversations our children are like growing up in a society where they're feeling like maybe they're not good enough they're getting anxiety they're getting bullied Like for little children to have levels of anxiety I just think we need to stop and reassess what's going on from the grassroots level
0: interestingly when you raise those points, because in your work, you're reporting on stuff after mm. nothing's happened, and then you're reporting on news, yeah. and when people have, you know, whether it's domestic violence issues, and as you said, there's more of a grassroots level, which we can find in the workplace, we can find that family and friends, where it is that whole thing of opening up lines of communication. So there, are, there will be numerous incidents that don't escalate. Yeah. Because in doing something, obviously uh, for the wider community that things can be done um, with mental health and mental health awareness that they can be done at government level. Mm-hmm. But as you said, at the grassroots level, if this campaign can help people sort out their problems before they become too much and so they do snap. Yeah.
1: I think yes yeah. key. And I think it's like, you know, we're, we're a society that's more connected but mm-hmm. yet we're feeling more alone. So what is it that's driving that?
0: Like what connectedness? I would think, yeah, I know connectedness.
1: it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. It's like we're always on our phones, and now you know the iPhones for those people who have iPhones, for the iOS updates that now tell you how much screen time you're doing, yeah. So, you know, I was like, i <laughs> I got like last week, it was four and a half hours a day. So I'm on my phone. Granted, a lot of this stuff is for my work. Yes. But, um, but it and, also
2: shows your productiveness. It like 4%. Uh, 4%. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> like, shows you pretty know. really
1: well. But I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who's um, a psychologist, and yeah. she goes, babe, four hours isn't that much. She goes, I see people who are on, who their screen time is like up to 10 hours a day oh, on their phones. So, you know. it's going to have
0: physical. It does. a desperate or physical aspects to it as well. Yeah. You know, having the focus so yep. insular.
1: Yeah. Never
2: mind the emotional lack of connections that you have to an outside world. Yeah. So, I mean, have you seen, like, obviously, um, well, actually, Michael, so you're doing a vita at the moment. Um, obviously, you've got to do huge publicity and everything's all about socials. Do you find yourself disconnecting yourself from looking what other people are doing? Or, because I know you have to do the... Official page the other day. Yeah, you know? this is
0: interesting. actually yeah. because a few people had done, you know, massive takeover, mm-hmm. um, and I think Ibiza's got a pretty big, big following, and fans between Arena and so they asked various cast members, and there was with, with no offence to people that may <laughs> I don't want to say younger, but this this um, millennials
1: you can say everything. no. But
0: I, <laughs> I think um, in some of the content that had been done previously, it was when it was fun. Um, but it's, it's quick and it's snappy and it's gone. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, well, I'll do it for a week, but what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to, over the course of the week, every day, I'm going to interview someone, mm-hmm. and I'll put that up on, on, um, on socials and do half-hour interviews with um, casts that have come from overseas with different departments and allow people to ask questions. And so they're feeling like, it's not just a boomerang, and a story. but it's a, it's it's a story. We'll it by story and post some stuff, so people can actually relate to what's happening behind the scenes in the production. Took them on a backstage tour for an hour and invited questions, and so it encouraged people that were just flicking and looking and you know wanted you know just quick little grabs to be engaged not only in what we're doing yeah. but how we do it and give them a little bit more of an understanding. Yeah. You know? And and the feedback from that was really positive. Uh, especially from the people on the PR side mm-hmm. because nobody had done that before. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it takes things away from, you know, the, the, the companies that are up producing content, but this was very informal. And I, I, and I wanted that to be an opportunity where you can engage people in social yep. platforms, social media platforms, but do it in such a way where they're connected. Yeah, Because yep. We're, we're looking at things by our phones um, and we're, we're looking at, you know, we're comparing someone's life as they present it to our real life. Yeah. And oh, 100%. And, and people are getting demoralized and feeling anxious because that's the life that they think they want, but we can't be it's comparing oranges and apples. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's interesting, this whole phenomenon you know, I joke about it sometimes in the fear that people are taking photos of themselves looking at themselves. Yeah. In the mirror. They're not <laughs> yeah, even looking exactly. at you. Yeah. yeah. They're not even looking at the camera to go, look, i looking at beautiful at the moment. I'm sharing it with you. It's I'm looking at me, I'm taking a photo of
2: me yeah. looking at me. But can you remember the time when you, you were in a bathroom and you're doing a private
1: bathroom? When <laughs> no one is around? These
2: days you go going to the gym and you're going in this and they're doing together. Yeah. You. I you're know like it's I, I, I'm still yeah. I'm
1: still in <laughs> that generation where I feel mildly embarrassed if I get someone sees me taking a selfie (laughs) so I just I just don't even do them but on the Instagram thing like I know I I've spoken with you I have stopped I stopped going on Instagram last week as an experiment because what it was doing was it was making me feel not good about myself Mm -hmm. every time I went on I was making comparisons to what other people in my industry were doing where they were, why were they invited to that party? Why wasn't I invited to that yeah, party? Maybe they why? crashed it. Maybe yeah, they <laughs> <laughs> I know. But like, <laughs> you are, you're constantly oh, comparing. Are constantly yeah. comparing to how they look, how they dress, where they were, what they were doing, yeah. who they were with. Why wasn't I invited? But this is we, this
0: is our industry,
1: right? And I,
0: I appreciate as as we all do that these are actual tools in right. our industry, so, yeah. but.
1: So I stopped.
0: Used to remember that it's tool right. and not a personal. So question. and that's what I've
1: done. So yeah. I've stopped going on Instagram and scrolling. I go on Instagram and upload. So I use yeah. it as like mm-hmm. my page is my page, and like yeah. that's so people who want to follow me can yeah. can see what I'm up to. But I'm not engaging in it because yeah. every time I do, I've immediately, I immediately, immediately feel worse for it. Yeah, but
0: there are a lot of studies
1: now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah. Yeah. Because, you listen to podcasts. Yeah, smart
0: Google. And there are a lot of studies that are talking about the negative effect that social media is having on our lives One because of been. those comparisons. Um, it is a great tool. It is an interesting way to stay connected, but people are, are using it as a sole means of connecting well, when they, it's in fact doing exactly the opposite. Well, because they
1: did studies and the um, the amount of likes that you would get on a page would, um, would basically could be attributed to a rush of endorphins. So, mm-hmm. a of, um, so a lot of so a okay. lot of teenage, it's like an addiction. Yeah. So the more likes you get, the the better you feel about yourself. So and so funny. yeah, and it's they actually did the studies on it, and that's where um a lot of teens, that's why they're so engaged on it because that's where they're getting their kind of self fulfillment yeah. and their um their indulgence instead of actually engaging with people.
0: Yeah, and I think we're losing perhaps mm. those social, um, the social connectedness that we need as 100%. human beings, and you mm. know to take it back to. You know, imperfectly perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's weird. The, the attraction for me with this campaign, as you know, is when I saw that first wash that you did for JMO. Yeah. And I couldn't believe. Yeah, it's good. I couldn't believe what was captured in mm-hmm. that, um, which is testament to you to be able to capture it, but also for someone who is rampantly social, like he is, yeah. to have that moment of. Of, of, of clearly opening up mm. and the great thing about this campaign is that you've approached people in the industry that's constantly masked mm. it's our job to be on yeah. all the time yeah, yeah. that um, yes you know, and and it's, it's 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 more focused than if people are watching what it is that we do to find out that everybody's human being everybody's just doing their job yeah um, but within this industry it seems to be a little bit more exaggerated yeah. that you know we do, we do look like we're having a good time all the time. Yeah, one hundred percent. But yeah. we're not always, you know. No. there are pressures in our work as well. Yeah. If They're, you
1: if you look at my Instagram page, it looks like I dress fabulously every day. It
0: looks
2: like
1: a lot, I'm always my hair yeah. I'm always on TV. I'm always doing You've stuff. Got your thumbs on I, Yeah, but literally, That's but you know, that isn't my life. No, well, I mean I am. But no, um, um, do you think it's
2: people these days and why I think the campaign's gone well is because they want something to resonate to? Yeah, Yeah, I'll take it to the comedian Celeste Barber, Mm. she does those amazing things where she's comparing herself and she gets like parodies and 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 she looks like she's doing doing a makeup and the kids are screaming. But she's gone viral because I think people resonate. These images I want people to show, Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think. All the support I'm getting on these messages from people that I've shared a few with you guys already is that I think because people aspire to be people like yourself and your jobs and your careers, but if they can see people opening up and sharing a story
1: yeah, it's, I think
2: that's where yeah, it goes to
0: schools. And this is the interesting
2: thing. Yeah. Yeah, and,
0: of course, at a young age, but it's interesting when you talk about people being aspirational to yeah. be working in entertainment. Mm. And I think with the advent of you know, certainly over the last decade with certain um, uh, television shows um, pushing people toward instant fame, um, uh, having started that they haven't necessarily yeah. Reality for, TV. Reality <laughs> TV. But um, also it's, it, it should be more about... Um, feeling like you can work with yep. people to achieve something rather than this instant gratification yep. being extended to instant start-up. And social media is helping people think that they can achieve when they're not actually growing as people. They're just growing yep. in in the breadth of... of, of, of fake network yeah. of people that you never ever meet and can never help you be a better person or be better he at what you do yeah. Yeah. but also on the flip
1: side of that right there's like the negative side and yeah. the negative feedback you would get um, luckily, I don't receive a lot of negative feedback because, like, I only have my friends and family who follow me. So, so no one really cares, and they're very supportive.
0: people going to follow you, it's going to be positive. No one's going to follow you to bag you but out. But they do, yeah. though. Like, you Isn't see that...
1: some you see some women, like, if you look on Kim Kardashian's, you know, I don't, maybe or, I should look at Yeah, you I yourself. mean, <laughs> I have to. It's <laughs> work. I'm I'm in at her news. Um, but, you know, it's people do go on there, and they can be quite brutal as well
0: yeah but, and that's
1: going to take a hit to
0: you It's keyboard you isn't yes. it right but is there something without necessarily? i mean again trying to get back to the, the 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 cause yeah rather than saying okay well, we're all doing this wrong but um like you just brought it before about you know, education of children maybe it is in schools maybe there has to be some more stress on parents to be able to say engage your children i mean well, I don't know the children but yeah. I'm friends yeah, my, so you're allowed to do this for 15 minutes yeah, a day.
1: my or, my son doesn't he's not on so he doesn't have screen time yeah. I mean he's almost six right. he doesn't have screen time he does watch YouTube for some reason they have obsessions with YouTube I don't understand like no, no they'll watch other kids play with Toys. It's my, it's very bizarre. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you know what he said to me the other day? It was very interesting. I bought him a new pair of swimmers and a new top and put it on. And he had a very he goes, I don't want to wear it. And I'm like, why? He goes, I look fat in it. And he's five and a half and he's a boy. Yeah. And I was like, where would you, you ever come? get that from? Yeah. Like, I don't even, like, I don't even say that to myself. I don't say that to myself. And I'm a female. I don't look at myself and go, I look fat in this. Because I'm conscious of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So clearly he's getting it from someone.
0: And you get worried that then that's going to manifest as some sort of anxiety well, and then you carry it. 100% because
1: I know you've spoken to a few men, men or, yeah. yeah, with body dysmorphia.
2: Yeah, like I spoke yeah. to the um, doctor Manuela, and I brought it the other day. So although this campaign stemmed from um, obviously losing a friend to depression, I think what resonated more and went along is, I was in my 30s, I diagnosed myself with body dysmorphia. Yeah. And that was purely because I've been in the fitness industry for 15 years. Never had an issue at all until I hit my thirties mm. and I was hanging around with people around Bondi, at the all looked oh, like no. Hey, I, like, yeah. well, yeah. well, I going to the beach yesterday and I was like, oh, "I've got to get out of here. I to develop some serious." What, what? they post on social media? Yeah, we don't know what they're putting into their bodies. No. So I must have been so naive to think, "Why am I attaining this?" Yeah. And then that stemmed for me. We moved to Thailand. Not yeah. from bodies, as yeah. From. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we lived in Thailand for a while and um, yeah, I just closed myself off. Partly because the cultural difference yeah. I have no one set my mind off it. Yeah. yeah. And it went into a spiral thing where it nearly brought me and my wife off because yeah. she didn't understand it. Yeah. And now that's five years ago, but I see the signs and symptoms in other people. And I just think where where's it gonna go if you're saying your your child's saying that now?
1: Yeah, and no, I don't know where you get from.
2: Well it's obviously there's a
0: that's the effects of having things at your time. Yeah. Yeah. It's advertising outdoors, it's advertising television it's advertising on YouTube. So it's that. it's social media and being, you know, now when you're on anything unless you're using a VPN, which I use, yeah. you're targeted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be targeted. I don't want to have ads thrown at me because yeah. I walked into a gym yeah. or you know, I I came out of David Jones and suddenly I'm getting you know sold white goods. I, I don't want that constant barrage of people telling me what watch should be. Yeah. And this is this is the trick. Today, is that you you need to try and build some confidence in yourself through the people around you. If you've got a network of friends where you can
1: have a tribe,
0: which human beings are tribal. We want to be part of a community. We want to feel like we're part of. We're scared of being alone. Yeah. Um, And yet we are closing ourselves off and becoming more and more lonely with every generation. Yeah. I'm
1: lucky. I've got a great community, and I work really hard. Of course. And I always build people around me like and if I see someone mm-hmm. if someone's new at work I will um, I'll take them under my wing like I because you know I'm I, of I know because I remember what it was like when you were like the new kid at school I guess because like my stepdad was in the Air Force so I moved to school every two years so yeah. I know what it's like to be the first the new yeah. person and not and building that friendship and I right. the because I, I was living in Canada twelve years ago, and I moved back to Sydney, and I didn't know anyone, and I started from scratch at the bottom, and it was hard. This city was really hard to get to know people. It was really hard to build a network of people
0: around. Yeah, you. Everybody feels like that. I know it's so, but it's so
1: isolating when yeah. you start somewhere new and you're on your own. It can be really isolating. I had to like ban alcohol because I was getting like when I got drunk, I got depressed. No, it just, it just wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't waiting for me now. Bring Uh, on the alcohol, (laughs) (laughs) but um, you know my husband, who um, he was feeling, he went through a really rough time with anxiety, and uh, because you know he's got, he's a modern man who he's an incredibly good father, um, works really hard, but there's a lot of anxiety that goes with that for Mm -hmm. men particularly, um, because they try to be. everything he, like, yeah, yeah the Tony like, everything. everything and you know so he he stops drinking he hasn't been drinking and that's really working for him he's doing meditation he's using the headspace app Probably. which I couldn't recommend more highly so he uses that like every second day, yeah. yeah, and he just meditates for ten minutes, and it really helps him. Yeah. Um. Except now he tells me that I need to be more numbers stay, and I just tell him no <laughs> <better> stay. Way. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, mean, I know. Every, every time I get every time I get a little angry, he goes, "You just need to meditate." I'm like, "Stop it." <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a lot of um, a lot of research coming out now right. about simply spending ten minutes. Ten minutes by yourself.
1: Yeah. There, and this, um, this Headspace app, I recommend it to anyone.
0: Yep. There you go. Especially that's men.
1: Good. I think that's a good luck.
0: That's good cool. luck. <laughs> um, yeah, and as we were saying before, when you when you say take people under your, your wing, um, mm-hmm. in my work where if you start a new contract everybody's coming in yeah. and in the dark. Everyone's coming blind. Mm-hmm. You might know a few people just because you know around the traps. But you know, when you're doing a concert and all these people come together, it's that it's that that wanting to create something special that brings people together, uh, and everyone wants to help. Uh, But everyone comes in anxious, everyone comes in nervous. Everybody has that feeling of, "Am I going to be good enough? Mm. You know, am I going to be able to do the job I've been employed to do? Uh, Am I going to ever stand in front of two thousand people? Am I going to be able to get on with all of these strangers? And it happens
2: so quickly." Yeah.
0: Um, and so translating that into any other any other line of work you know if you're starting a new job or someone else comes in or you know someone's manager is left it's about still working toward feeling like you're contributing to whatever it is that you do yeah I think a lot of anxiety comes from people where and I'm sure there are a lot of statistics on this they're not finding enjoyment in their work and so then um,
1: just have a feeling of isolation. Yeah. yeah, what are, what are yeah. you doing
0: from day to day? Which I and think, and then with those outside influences yeah. of advertising, and social media, yeah. it just compounds the fact that everybody's having a better time than you. I know, and it's not true. And
1: I think that that's where that kind of whole um, "Are you okay?" Yeah. kind of came from. It's like that moment of like, let's just actually talk to people <laughs> <take> <laughs> and ask a yeah. question.
0: But it does make yeah. people feel embarrassed. Yeah, And it does make people feel a little bit ashamed. But the more that you can ask, and the more you and the more you can yeah. sit down for coffee, yeah. the easier it will be for people just to say, oh, "I'm all right, man." You know what? I had a do with my girlfriend, or mm. you know what? Shit about this, what we're doing at work today, whatever yeah. it is, and people go, "Yeah," and yeah. then you, you, you you're you bonding over something which is a shared pain. Everybody has a shared pain. But it and comes back to this group.
2: this campaign as well. I've been asked numerous times on, on the interviews I've been yes. looking enough to do. How did you get yeah. people like yourselves to come yeah. on board, Rebecca give me. Yeah human connection. I literally yeah. reached out. There, yeah. there's no organization, there's no Yes. Nobody behind this campaign said, yeah. us. Do you know what I mean? That's, right, that's And right. I was yeah. yeah. approached saying this would be a good opportunity and something you know. I'm trying to do Because people you think that people are unattainable. If they say no, they say no. If they say yes, they say yes. But if it's something people truly believe in. But I think yeah. I think
1: this is something that touches anyone, whether you've yeah. either had anxiety or mental health issues yourself, um, even if that's not the case, you know someone. Everyone yeah. knows mm-hmm. someone. Yeah. Who? Yeah, who? Everybody has. Yeah.
0: Do you know what it's like? Uh, it's not. It's not an overly. I don't. A platform like this. Yeah. Is not an opportunity for me to to air my my yeah. my yeah. past, but because I know I have one, yeah. and I know that everybody else does. Um, you know, like you, when I had problems going through separation and so forth, I left the country because you don't you don't feel like you can talk yeah. to anybody. Yeah. You're going through problems. You think it's all you. And this is the interesting thing that I've discovered, and and, and, and I hope it's helpful to other people. When you have the opportunity, I didn't have the opportunity to talk to people because you don't think that you can. Mm. Um, when I spoke to a professional, yeah, when I had made time to be a psychologist, yeah, and then. The epiphany was, and this is the ridiculous irony, aside from the help that they could give me, the advice that they could give me, I worked out that I was seeing a psychologist and after me, there was going to be another five people that day, yeah. and in this clinic, there's four or five psychologists all doing that, just in that building, yeah. and then in the other one, the other, there are thousands of people, just want to talk. people that just want to talk, <laughs> it's and, so then I, and then I went out, oh my god. This is not just me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to
0: feel ashamed. I no. don't have to feel like I've got no. the weight of the world on my shoulders because everybody demonstrably yeah. is going through the
1: same stuff. And I could not recommend highly more highly seeing a yeah. counselor. Like even yeah. just everyday, really, like my husband and I, we went to a marriage counselor. I mean, he's he, it, he it, does, does not to too much. He does much. <laughs> <help us. laughs> just marriage counselor he's like a yeah. counselor but you know it's just because even the person you live with you forget how to connect with like yeah. it's just we, we have to keep feeding these things and if yes. we're not well it's we like gardens you gotta feed them right with the right food i know um we and we just get so caught up in our lives that we're doing the day-to-day things that we yeah. forget that we need to actually communicate yes. we need to talk and we, like so the simple thing of like when i walk in I look him in the eye and I say hello because half the time we say hello and i just feel like doing oh, things. every time you leave, kiss goodbye.
0: Yeah, exactly. yeah. always, always. Yes. I love you before
1: you go to sleep. Yeah, always have yeah. that one in my head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's like that. So just little ways of finding connections with people and yeah. people who are important to you, but ever other people. Yeah. Like, put the phone down and walk down the street. Yeah. Like, I don't... I don't Even just for health text. and safety. I know. But so many people live in the city. Yeah. And the amount of people I that always
0: see get nudged by a bus, you but know, see, or is, nearly get killed. Why, mm-hmm.
1: This is why Siri is amazing, because I can walk and I can send text messages or I can... <laughs> yeah. you know, I, can talk, I can talk to my phone. I don't care love. on it. I, I know. I it. feel like I've turned my No, mind. I love it.
0: I do. I love it too. I think we are listening to music or whatever and I can talk to stuff and I'm still... Away. Yeah. and that's just that's just yeah us just trying to get shit done yeah. during the day. I, I make the I, most of the time we have. But yeah, I just think it's important that connectedness yeah. always come back to that remember to have yeah,
1: real, real connectedness.
0: Real connectedness and be engaged, but also to remember, uh, which was such yeah. a good thing for me, is that everybody is going through something and the moment that yeah. you reach out
2: to someone, it's an opportunity for you to also to be reached out to. So if I, if I was to wrap it up, because I know you guys are busy and you've got things on What would there be the last thing that you'd like to say and get help to people for anyone that's listening in terms of making change or educating? What what would your words of wisdom be?
0: I I would say in my 40-odd years that I've learned that um, while it's very difficult and it seems very difficult to be able to simply talk to people, it's it's the engine of change. Um, and, And a lot of people actually find it very hard to do uh, and especially, as I touched on before, in our industry, we have to always be presenting as mm-hmm. more than what you are, um, talking to people, whether it's a part of you OK, mm-hmm. or just you know engaging people um, and looking them in the eye, the opportunities to be able to talk about just simple and seemingly mundane things, uh, open up. You know, mm-hmm. These blossoms of, of thought come out that you don't necessarily get entertained because you're stuck in front of your computer. Yeah. And then the other thing is, as I said before, is that yeah, everybody is wanting to talk about things. They're paying people or they can just talk about things. So, yeah.
1: I think for me, it's like, it's very basic. I mean, you, you've heard this before, don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. Legitimately don't sweat the small stuff. The, your life is bigger than you. So the, the little things that we tend to get really anxious and concerned and stressed about, if you take a breath and really look at it, it's not important, and it probably won't be important in a day, and it probably won't be important in a week. So it's just that kind of, you know, that book, The a lot of Not Giving a Fuck. Yep. Just start not giving a fuck Yeah. a little bit more. Just relax a little bit. I, I, I find I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. I'm pretty good at, like, letting shit go. Yeah. So that kind of, that helps me get through yeah. things. But, yeah, I'm lucky, too. I've got, I've got good people around me, but I work really hard with, with keeping my relationships
0: that's really, that's difficult. Especially For friendship people. groups. And that's the whole crux of yeah. this and keeping yourself emotionally mentally, yeah. really, and mentally healthy find to work hard.
1: And I yeah. find um, I have some friends who if they have you know, the older they get, sometimes the more withdrawn they get as well. They get a bit stuck, they get a mm-hmm. bit stuck yeah. in their ways. Well, because that's, the, it's a whole thing, but neural pathways, it's about setting new neural pathways. And part of that is um, always keeping contact with people and doing
2: and also, apparently, if
1: you brush your teeth with the opposite hand for 30 days, you're setting a new neural pathway.
2: <laughs> well, there you have it, guys.
1: <laughs>
2: and on that note, <laughs> and on that note oh,
1: thanks <laughs> So,
2: I just want to thank you both for coming on today. I really appreciate the support in the campaign. <laughs> easy. Um, so easy.
1: Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah.
2: Yay. Cool. Too easy, guys. Thank you very much. So
1: no worries. Right. That was so easy.